Sluggish Liverpool Liverpool's awakening defeat to City knocked them from an anvil-like perch and gave a more wooden plank field to the title race. Add to that their shock FA Cup defeat to Wolves and the sense is that this was no longer a league to be run away with. Instead, one which could go either way. The question was how Liverpool would react against a Brighton side notoriously difficult to break down, who did at times in this game threaten and find space on the breakaway. Would there be an angst that wasn't there during the festive juggernaut? A suspectability at the back having been breached in consecutive games? Make no mistake, this was far from Liverpool at their brilliant best. At times, Murray and Locadia found space they shouldn't have been able to borrow in the Reds' box, nor did Klopp's side attack with the same devastating pace and predatory end. There was a perceptible sluggishness, a hangover from defeat, but Liverpool still never for a second seemed like losing. The winner may not have come so efficiently, but it always felt inevitable. Salah's penalty wins it. As we have already seen this season, Salah goes down very easily in the box. You do not have to live in the mind of a Premier League supremo to realize that the Egyptian must be treated like a box of glass when inside the 18-yard box. Yet, as Liverpool emerged sharper for the second half and Salah got into the box on the right flank, Gross decided to play tug-of-war with the shirt of Liverpool's star. Repeatedly, he yanked at the jersey in plain sight and inevitably Salah fell to the floor as though his life were under threat. After arising in full health, he rattled the penalty home and with that the match already filled over. The aura at the Amex already empty, all from one moment of utter carelessness. Fabinho is better suited for central midfield. It was only a few months ago that Fabinho was written off. For games on end, he was left out of the squad as Klopp insisted the 25-year-old needed time to settle in. Yet in recent weeks, the Brazilian has established himself as the fulcrum of Liverpool's midfield, a deep-lying playmaker disguised as a hardy enforcer. So convincing has he been that here Klopp opted to drop Fabinho back into the centre of defence rather than rush the recovery of Matip. However, Fabinho did look somewhat unsettled against Brighton's always rough and ready Murray and almost came unstuck on a couple of occasions. It didn't cost Liverpool, but against a more imaginative offence, such a weakness may well have been exploited. Shaqiri is tailored to these games. Drifting from the number 10 role and lingering in the half spaces, Shaqiri was the conductor to this mid-tempo concerto. He may admittedly be cumbersome in defence, a liberty that couldn't be afforded in Liverpool's 5-1 trashing of Arsenal, but in games such as these, there are a few players better in the Premier League more suited to unpicking an opponent's defence than Shaqiri, who only makes that 13 million price tag look ever more ridiculous. More drive needed in Reds midfield. 
with Henderson and Wijnaldum as the holding midfield pair, Liverpool may make themselves a solid base and deather the risk of conceding. But at the Amex Stadium, the pair failed to provide any drive or attacking support that is needed when you're facing an organized opponent such as Brighton. Klopp introduced Milner and Keita in the final 20 minutes to shore things up, but Liverpool need to be dynamic from the outset rather than reactive. Considering the possession they enjoyed in this game, far better opportunities should have been fashioned and the result definitely more comfortable. Brighton need a plan B. 10 points clear of the relegation zone, Brighton are comfortably perched on their mid-table cushion. Little to worry about, yet little to aim for with a European spot already long out of reach. But in the long term, for there to be a tangible progression for the club, there must at some point be a plan B. Glenn Murray is rugged, effective and often clinical, but in a match such as this one, the Seagulls so desperately craved a type of speedy and incisive forward who could at least provide some reason for the Reds to stay wary and offer cause for a second thought before hurling all 11 men forward. Klopp may want to reconsider his transfer stance. The January transfer window is in full flow and Liverpool have played their part, but so far only via the exit door. Klein and Solanke have been granted moves to Bournemouth, while rumours abound that Origi is soon set to follow. But continuing the cull may affect Liverpool's freshness in the season run-in. For a team chasing the title and unable to let their levels drop with City on their heels, the spaces being left in the squad will require filling. The attacking department is arguably the most vulnerable where quality cover for Salah, Mane and Firmino remains relatively thin. History suggests that Klopp will stick with what he has rather than adding to his deg mid-season, even in light of Coutinho's sale to Barcelona. Liverpool's current league position may however prove too important an opportunity to miss and a player who can provide a handful of goals may be the ace required.